Welcome to the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. This is episode 6, part 2, with our special guest, Charmin Extrasoft. Let's get to it. The top 5 best ways to level up in Star Wars Battlefront. Alright. What would you say is the 5th best way to level up in Star Wars Battlefront? Alright, well, the number five best way to level up, in my opinion, would be Blast. Now, Blast is a good game mode. A lot of people play it. It's, you know, just your standard TDM, and it has a 10-minute round. Now, with this game mode here, you are going to earn 2,000 points just for playing it. So, win or losing, you're going to get 2,000 points, and if you do win it, you will get 750 points. That, in turn, is going to translate into 2,750 points just for playing and winning the game. Now, every single time you get, like, a kill, you'll get 100 points. You know, you can get your explosive bonuses, headshot bonuses, all those things. But all of those same exact bonuses are applied through every single game mode. So, basically, the only thing that you're going to be earning as a benefit is that you have a 10-minute round and 2,000 points for playing and 750 points for a win because all of your kill bonuses and everything will actually, in turn, you know, translate into the same no matter which game mode that you're actually playing so it doesn't really make a difference so you need to find a way to make more points and in turn the way to do that is by playing more objective style game modes rather than kill game modes okay i see i haven't played much of blast sam has though yes i play that about i I don't play it as much as droid run but i just play it for fun not for leveling up oh yeah yeah it's definitely a lot of fun for sure what would you say is the fourth best way? Number four, I would have to say, would be cargo. You know, it's very similar to Blast in that sense, where you're getting a lot of points just for going ahead and getting kills. But at the same time, you are actually going to have your objective bonuses, like I was saying. Now, with this game mode, you're also going to have a 2,000-point actual bonus just for playing it and a 750-point win bonus if you actually do win the match. Now, again, like I was saying, objective points are going to help you with your leveling up a little bit more, but they are actually kind of scarce. I mean, you will get 50 points if you, in fact, pick up the package, whether you're picking up the enemy's package or you're picking up a package from an enemy that you killed. And if you actually kill the carrier, you're going to get 50 points. And if you deliver the package, you will get 150 points. So with this game mode here, it's really good. It's just like I said, when it comes to Blast, a 10-minute game round, but you actually are going to be able to earn points from doing a couple little objective things. The one part that's holding you back that's kind of keeping it towards that number four is because these points are kind of solely locked into the one person on the team that's actually doing these kinds of things. So it's a little bit harder to go ahead and get more points racking up because it is these points are being awarded to a solo person on the team that actually completes those objectives, as in picking up the packages, killing the carrier, or actually delivering the package. I really like to play cargo. This is right when I started playing it. I was like, "Yeah, this is my new favorite game." Oh yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun for sure. That's for, for sure. It's not really one of my favorites, but it is a lot of fun as long as you have a good team to roll with. You know what I mean? It's, you yeah. gotta have some communication. Uh, I've actually never played cargo before. Oh yeah, it's just like capture the flag. So some people aren't really too fond of capture the flag, but it's a be the best way to put it as a capture the flag style game mode. What would you say is the third best way to level up number three i would have to say is drop zone now drop zone is a mode that is very similar to a lot of different things i'm trying to think of how to put it um 
domination no that's, i don't even know how to put it but basically what it is it's a mode where a capsule actually drop from the sky and you can go ahead and try, try to claim this capsule okay now this mode right here for a lot of people was actually said to be the best the problem with it being the best is that it's a 15 minute round so it's going to take a lot longer time in fact five minutes extra just to go ahead and complete this actual round so that's kind of wasting time right there on top of that your game bonus is 1,000 points, so you're already kind of moving lower than Blast and Cargo because you're only getting 1,000 points opposed to 2,000 points, and your win bonus is 500 points. Now, this right here, again, the win bonus is lower, so that's going to hurt you, but you are going to get a lot of points on the objective side for this. Now, if you are the person who runs up to the actual pod that falls down and you go ahead and start the, uh, the capture activation, you are going to get 150 points for yourself. Okay, now if the pod completely fully captures 100%, your entire team is going to get 100 points. You see what I'm saying? So that's another benefit okay. of, say, drop zone because the entire team, whether they actually activate it or not, is going to get 100 points just because that pod was captured. You see what I'm saying? Then yeah. on top of that, if you kill somebody in the general vicinity that's uh, trying to go up and get that pod, then you will get like just a little bit of 25 points, but it is an extra added bonus as long as you're in that vicinity. But as you can see, you can get a lot of points by actually activating the pod. That's kind of the key for Drop Zone. If you're playing Drop Zone, you want to be the guy that's activating the pod, and if the pod goes back and forth, so the enemy comes up and claims it themselves, and then you go back and claim it again, and then they claim it and you claim it, you're getting 150 points every single time you grab that pod. So that is going to help boost you up. Uh, again, like I said, also that benefit does come into play that your entire team will get the 100 points when the ca when the capture is actually complete. And the downside to this that kind of, like I said, keeps you down from being that number one is the fact that it's a 15-minute round and there's only like five pods. So as soon as a pod is completely captured, you can't capture it again. It's gone. You know what I'm saying? So you're not going to be able yeah. to keep getting points consistently off that once the captures have been fully completed. Yeah, when I was doing my research for this topic, that actually came up a lot. Drop Zone. This was the best one. I was like, I haven't really played this. And then when I went to play it, I found it kind of difficult to actually find the pods. Because I thought it was just random pods everywhere. But it's actually just the one at a time. Yes. Yeah, just Drop Zone just got to one pod at a time. Yeah, I was surprised about that. Because I was thinking there would be multiple pods just coming around everywhere. Oh, yeah. Another one that came up that was highly regarded as the number one was Heroes versus Villains. Ooh, that is, I think, a huge common misconception. I get yeah. uh, a lot of people will actually tell me Heroes versus Villains, but it is so far off. I honestly, I think it's probably one of the worst because you're looking at three minute rounds. I mean, if you go the whole way with trading rounds back and forth, you know what I'm saying? Because you have to win five. So yeah. in total, this thing can go nine rounds if you're trading, you know, rounds back and forth. And that could take like up to 27 minutes right there just for trading the rounds back and forth. And if you go ahead and you get draws, you're, it's going to be a lot longer than that. You know what I'm saying? Because draws don't count for anything. So you can go ultimately way higher. And people are like, oh, well, I just get 10, I get 10,000 points for completing that round. You know, we got, you know, we went, you know, the whole 27 minutes, but we get 10,000 points. Opposed to, say, modes like Droid Run, for example, where I can get 7,000 points. But that, that 27 minutes is what's hurting you right there. And I'll explain that here in a little bit as well. Because uh, when it comes to, say, something like Droid Run, you get 7,000 points and you do it in a 10-minute round. 
you're going to get 1,400 points for 20 minutes, whereas, you know, Heroes vs. Villains, you got 27 minutes and you got 10,000. You're basically ultimately losing 4,000 points by playing Heroes vs. Villains every time. That's It's too unpredictable because the rounds can go for so long a period of time. Again, it's a good mode to play for fun, but when it comes to power leveling, it's totally not the way to go, in my opinion. Yes, I used to think it was the best, but I definitely found that out. I had like a 45-minute round before. Oh, yeah, yeah. But one of the rounds, I got 44,000 points, but that was double score weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. And this, that's the thing. People will uh, come on and they will tell you about how awesome they did on a double score weekend. But again, you have to translate that you can also, you know, double score weekend is not just for Heroes vs. Villains. It's also for Droid Run as well. Yes. So if they're getting, you know, say, two, you know, 2,000 points or something, or excuse me, like 20,000 points, you know, again, you can go ahead and get 24,000 points from Droid Run technically when you actually look at the point numbers. And same with the double. So yeah. you're still making it the same no matter which way you look at it, double XP or not, you know, because double XP doesn't just go just for Heroes vs. Villains. When I was doing my research, uh, your video popped up, and I was like, I watched it, and I was like, this guy knows what he's talking about. I want him to discuss this. And I look, <laughs> I, I look into your comments, and everyone's like, heroes versus villains, heroes versus villains. Oh. And, I'm like, and you put the same thing down. I'm like, yeah, dude, tell them, because they got it wrong. <laughs> yeah, I, I honestly come to the point where I'm copying and pasting the same exact link consistently you know that droid run is the better way to go in my opinion uh when it comes to it's just all about numbers man it's just you got to work the numbers you got to look at the time period how long it takes you you know uh when it comes to droid run you know it, it i can literally consistently make six thousand to seven thousand points on an average game you know i don't have to win it it could just be a standard regular just play it for fun kind of thing six thousand seven thousand points on an average and that's just awesome because your round's going to be 10 minutes to 12 minutes. So they can go a little bit over if, you know, you're getting that clutch moment at the very end and people are just trying to capture, 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 capture. But it's never going to go any more than, say, like 12 minutes, you know what I'm saying, until you get all those droids captured that you need to get captured. But, I mean, you're just racking in those points, and that's the way to go about it because when you power level, it's not about how many points you earn in a match. It's about how fast you can go ahead and earn these points and collect on them to move on to the next one. I mean, even with Droid Run, for example, if you go ahead and actually, say, capture all the droids, say the other team is so mad at losing, for example, right? You go into a match where there's, say, one or two guys in there on the other team. The match ended up actually starting like that. And these guys are, it's like now it's like a 6v2 or 6v1 or whatever. You get what I'm saying? And you're going up against these guys. You capture the droids. You know, they got a 30-second timer to actually start a capture or else you win. So you win the match within, like, say, a minute or two. You've yeah, gone ahead and you've actually killed the guy once. You've captured a droid. You know what I'm saying? Your droid captures are 200 apiece. Your kill is 100 just like it is in Blast. So there's 300 points. Plus you're getting your game win bonus and your actual game bonus, which is which will equal up to 70 or 17,500. Uh, and ultimately you're going to end up with uh, you know roughly 2,050 points within two minutes. There's no game mode that it can actually give you that many points in that amount of time. You know, people look at it and say, well, it's 2,050 points. That ain't much. But you just made that in two minutes. You know what I'm saying? That's what they have to think about. Two minutes. Yeah, I had a one-minute round with just the whole 12 people on each, uh, 12 people total. Yeah. And I was like, 2,500 for one minute. I say that's good. Oh, that's really good. There's people who will play things like Walker Assault and whatnot 
who don't really score so high. And I'm not bashing anybody for that example, but there's people who will spend like an entire match on, say, Walker Assault and stuff like that, and they'll come out with the same thing, 2,050 points, 2,500 points, whatever the case may be, but they're playing a mode that's taking like up to 15 minutes easy, and they've only got that to show for it. Whereas in Druid Run, there's a potential chance where you can earn that many points in a minute or two. Oh, man, come on. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. What do you think about the after game when you get to level 50 on Battlefront? Uh, what on the after game when you get the level 50 well i mean i think it's all right it kind of honestly it kind of dies down a little bit because you've kind of unlocked everything but there still is more that you can unlock you know i'm actually enjoying unlocking all the character races and whatnot like that they're very expensive they're like 17 what seventeen thousand? i think yes, they are a piece i mean that's that's a lot right there that's a lot of money to go ahead and spend on a race but i'm still working on actually unlocking all of them and then after that i'm going to actually unlock all of the other customizations as in the beards no helmets that kind of stuff you know just because i can to make sure every little thing is unlocked you know and all the emotes i mean there's still a lot to do once you hit level 50 but again i guess you want to say it does get a little bit on the um the tiresome side just a little bit because there's nothing new that you're really trying to unlock you're actually just going and unlocking the stuff that you never really wanted to begin with (laughs) but it's still a lot of fun you know you can do things like the mission modes and stuff like that as well those are a lot of fun to go ahead and team up with friends on and stuff like that and complete some of those mission things and get some more money that way finding all the collectibles unlocking the dioramas so there still is a lot to do the game's not solely just based on the multiplayer aspect i mean there is some single player stuff there isn't a campaign but there is actually some stuff that you can go ahead and have fun with by yourself as well. When when Battlefront first came out, there was all of these posts on these big websites saying Battlefront has no single player. I'm like, uh, it has single player. It's called Missions. Uh, you yeah. can play two players. Yes. And wh- uh, what is the draw to campaigns, do you think? The draw to campaigns? Yeah. Um, Actually, I'm not really sure exactly what you're going going with there. I'm sorry on that one. Uh, like the draw for people to want campaigns so much that they oh, rate the I game think, so low. I think it's just that you know people are just used to having campaigns with first person shooters and things of that nature. And when you look at the Call of Duties and the uh, the battlefields and stuff like that, for example, just having more story. I personally agree that I think it should have some sort of campaign. A lot of people are saying, like, say, the Galactic Conquest and all that kind of stuff like that, which is cool and fine and all. But honestly, my personal opinion, believe it or not, a lot of people may or may not disagree with this, but I wanted to see something more like a story-based campaign, say, like Republic Commando was back in the day. That's what I really wanted to see. I think that would have been really cool. I think they have, you know, the team that can go ahead and make something like that happen. And I just think having that kind of story would just be really cool to actually put into a game like this, for example. But, I mean, again, it... It is something that you kind of feel like you're robbed when you don't have a campaign because most of the games since pretty much the beginning of time have always had a campaign for this kind of stuff. But with this game particularly, it does work as a multiplayer only because of the fact of the amount of players that you can have. I mean, one person on your team cannot truly screw up the entire match for yourself. I'll use another game, for example. We'll say like Evolve, for example. Evolve is a game where it's like that 5v1 or something along those lines. I can't remember the exact numbers, but I think it's a 5v1 or 4v1, something like that. But um, if you're not communicating with the actual team, 
then you're going to lose every time. So if somebody's in their own private party chat or somebody doesn't want to listen to say the person who probably knows more what he's talking about, then your team is ultimately going to fail consistently because everybody wants to be the leader and nobody wants to be the person who's listening to the leader. You see what I'm saying? Or yeah. people just don't have mic capabilities. But with this game as a multiplayer with Battlefront, there's you know there's 20 on 20. You know I'm saying you're talking about 40-player matches one person cannot screw up the game. You see what I'm saying? So it's still yeah. fun as a multiplayer. You can still play this as a multiplayer-only style game because you're not relying on just that one guy. You're actually just relying on the team. And the team usually tends to work together, which is ultimately a good thing. My take on the campaign is that you can kind of make your own campaign. They give you the tools that you could make up a story out of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's, the, there's the ability to. But like the campaign with the original battlefronts they were just there's a small storyline where you're this one guy and you have to help these other guys which is mm-hmm. pretty much what battlefront the new one does it's just yeah. it's in multiplayer yeah i could see that so now let's get to number 2 what do you think is number 2 number 2 oh i thought we uh, oh number 2 i would have to say would be, it, it, I would have to say Fighter Squadron. I never really mentioned this one in the video. Fighter Squadron, in my personal opinion, I would have to say it would be number two, but it also could be number one. It's a tough one here. Fighter Squadron would be the only one that's kind of like the competitor to Droid Run. The only issue here with Fighter Squadron is that Fighter Squadron is a pilot-style game. So if you are a person who cannot pilot or is not good at piloting, it's not going to be the game mode for you. You see what I'm saying? And in that case, you would want to go to my number one, which would be Droid Runner. But Fighter Squadron, you can earn a lot of points on that one. I don't really have the numbers written down off the top of my head right here for this one. But with Fighter Squadron, honestly, in a nutshell, you can earn massive amounts of points in this, and the rounds will only usually take five minutes. Now, the game mode is ten minutes long, so that's also a plus side. But the actual game itself will take you roughly about five minutes to actually play between the rounds and if you like again if you're actually getting say hero ships that's where you're going to shine as well um now there is a little cheat tactic here i do not use it i actually hate a lot of people that do use this because it gets very old but we'll use this as a point number for an example if you happen to get the millennium falcon okay you apply that shield and you ram into that slave one hero ship. You're gonna get six thousand points off the oh, top. Yeah. Boom! I, I saw that video. Six thousand points. That's a lot. Whoa. So, yeah, uh, you can rack up some points in Fighter Squadron. All your kills, all your hits, hitting the actual transport ship will give you massive amount of points, especially if you blow it up. I mean, there's a lot of ways you can go ahead and get points. But again, it's I would say it's my number four only because of the fact that. Uh, or it's number it, either number four, or number two, whatever way you want to call it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I would say it's the number two because uh, it, you have to be able to can, pilot. Yeah, yeah. not and, everyone's Anakin. Yeah, exactly. If you can rank it, let's say within the top one, two, maybe even three, then you're you should be fine sticking in that mode. But if you honestly are getting lower than that, then you probably need to stay on the ground when it comes to power leveling. So yeah. Uh, have you ever gotten the Slave One or the Millennium Falcon? Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I get them quite frequently. And that's another reason, actually, that will actually hold you back from getting points in Fighter Squadron as well, is that, you know, if you're not consistently getting these hero ships, you're limiting the amount of points that you're going to make because ultimately it's going to become a little bit harder to get your kills. You know what I'm saying? Because these vehicles are tanks, pretty much. So, <laughs> <laughs> What's your tactic to get the heroes? 
Uh, usually about, I think it's around nine, nine minutes or so on the clock. Again, the round starts out at 10 minutes. So once you see it hit around nine minutes, that's when the actual hero pickups will actually spawn in and they are usually closer to the ground. Well, they always are closer to the ground. So kind of stay close to the ground. You don't want to be fighting way up in the sky. You know, you want to stay by these, all these little pickups and whatnot like that. And you will eventually figure out where that hero pickup is. Honestly, I can't really remember exactly off the top of my head where they all are on all the maps. But they kind of tend to spawn right around that same region all the time. So you'll be able to find them over there and just go ahead and pick it up and just fly into it. And just you don't even have to activate it, actually. As soon as you touch it, you'll actually start turning into that ship. So it's pretty cool. Okay. Just stay low and you'll find them. Yeah, that's always my trouble is when I do get into Fighter Squadron, I usually start in the middle of the round. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, so I don't have that ability. Everyone's already got the hero ships. Oh, yes. Speaking about the game modes and stuff, there was a GameSpot review, and the guy that was reviewing it missed out on the maps and game modes, actually. He missed three games, uh, game modes. Okay. He was reviewing it. All right. And I was like, because he was just reviewing it as a multiplayer game, while the other reviewers that I've seen were reviewing it as the whole game. Okay. What do you think about that? Uh, I think as a reviewer, you definitely want to make sure that you are covering all aspects of the game for sure. I definitely think if you are doing a review, say, on just the multiplayer side, that you make sure that it's known that you are doing the just the multiplayer aspect of the game, for example. Like, yeah, that should be in your headline, you know what I'm saying, that you are, you know, just the multiplayer review rather than Star Wars Battlefront review because that's kind of some important information and you don't want readers to get you know, mis misled a whole different direction. If you say it's a Battlefront review and say you rate it at a low number or a high number and you're just talking about one aspect of the game, for example. Yeah. So we all know that Droid Run is the number one. So... Oh, go yes. into how you figured all of this out. Oh yes, again, it's just a it's just a numbers game when it comes to uh, playing this here. Uh, Droid Run is the best in my opinion. The game bonus is one thousand two hundred and fifty points, and the win bonus is five hundred points. Again, we're going a little bit more on the lower side, say from cargo or blast, but it is still actually higher than drop zone. On top of that, it's only a 10-minute round, so that's less than drop zone as well. So you're going to get it done faster and get your points claimed. And you actually will get 200 points for every single droid that you activate. 200 points. Now, if you guys remember when I was talking about blast, 100 points is what a kill is worth. So for droid run, every single time you capture a droid, it's pretty much the same. Well, it is the same amount of points that you're getting for two kills. So for every droid you capture, you're basically getting the same amount of points for two kills, and that's a lot of points. On top of that, if you actually get the cap, like, or say, excuse me, your team, okay, will actually get 50 points for a cap. So if you capture the droid, then that's all good to go, but your team is actually going to get 50 points as well on top of you getting the 50 points. So it's not even just going to be solely you. So your team, whether they're capturing or not, is getting bonus points just for playing this game mode as well. And if you go ahead and actually defend the droid, so say a person is trying to capture it and you kill him on the capture, you're going to get 50 points as well. Whereas, say, on that defend on uh, drop zone, you were only getting 25. So your points are pretty much higher on every single tier when it comes to droid run over drop zone. And what I like to do personally when you're really trying to rack up these points here for droid run is if you actually see an enemy player trying to take your droid and you have a perfect line of sight on him, let him take it. Let him take oh, that yeah. droid. Because all you're going to do is as soon as he takes it, 
Then you kill him. There's 100 points. And then you go back and get that droid capture again. There's another 200 points. So we'll put it in perspective. Say it all happened real fast. You go up there, you capture a droid, you got 200 points. You move off, the enemy player comes up, he takes your droid, he gets his 200, you kill him, you get another 100, and then you get another 200 for getting it again. That's 500 points right there. I mean, within a matter of seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> why not? I mean, it's, it's awesome. I mean, uh, droid run is definitely the way to go because of all these droid captures. And they go on back and forth consistently, and these droids continually walk around the map. So for my suggestion here with a star card, again, is personal shield. So this way you can kind of get up on that droid and get that capture because the big added benefit to this game is the fact that you're getting 200 points per droid capture. And there's three of them walking around. So there's so many droids you basically just consistently claim because everybody's taking them back from you and you're just going back and taking them again. And it's just points to be gained constantly all throughout the match. Just run around and get these freaking droids because you're going to get so many points doing it. I love droid Roy when it comes to power leveling. The highest I've gotten of claiming droids is 16. 16? Yeah, wow, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, like I was saying before, when it comes to the matches, I think I said, what, it's 1,700 points or, or uh, 7,000 some odd points is what I did on an average match. I did only 11 captures, and it, we, we went 16 and 16 is what I went. So it's an average game. It's not like I you know, killed a bunch of people and just you know, went all out. I mean, I still died 16 times myself. I broke even, lost the match. Got like 7,500 points with only 11 captures. So, I mean, that's that a lot. Yeah, that you know? is awesome. Yeah, and all of these other ones, if you lose, you pretty, you lose a lot of those cre- um, credits, points that you would actually get. Well, yeah, you're really, not really losing so many points per se, but you're not going to get that win bonus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this, this one here... The win bonus, you know, again, is a little bit higher, but it's you can see with an average game, it still doesn't really matter about the win. So yeah. if you set, let's say, for example, I hear a lot of people say, oh, I can't find a droid run lobby or something like that. Well, if you are rage quitting out of a lobby because you're losing, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're trying to power level, this is strictly for power leveling. You know what I'm saying? If you're trying to power level and just get to that level 50 as fast as you can, you want to play this game win or loss because you're still going to end up getting more points even if you lose on this game mode. So this is definitely a mode that you want to stick with because as long as you're capturing those droids, you're adding that benefit. I'll give you an example here on this one too as well. If you are playing this mode and you're not trying to capture droids, you're doing it wrong. You want to capture droids. If you're literally playing this game mode and you're not caring about capturing droids, you might as well go back to playing freaking Blast because that's all you're playing. You're not getting those extra points. Now, you will get 50 points every single time your team captures a droid, which is still better than Blast. But, you know, at that point, you'll be just losing points because you can get 2,000 for the actual play bonus. So if you are playing droid one, make sure you're actually trying to capture droids and you will do fine. You don't even have to capture a whole crap ton. Just capture some droids and that is what your bonus is going to be. You know what I'm saying? So it's awesome. You're going to end up getting a huge payout when you actually play this game mode, for sure. Yeah, I don't even care if I die as long as I get that droid. Yeah. I mean, it's worth two kills. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to actually buff your KD, but your points are exactly the same. You're getting so many points just for a droid capture. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. We will be releasing these episodes one day apart. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and review us. Or you can follow us on Twitter at tie-dye-sheep-yt. Or you can subscribe to Charmin Extra Soft at youtube.com slash CharminExSoft. Or following on Twitter at Charmin Extra Soft. E-X-Soft. Goodbye. Goodbye.